A one, a two, a one, two, three, four! Music at a rational volume. Hey everybody, thanks for clicking the button for Music at a Rational Volume podcast. I'll be your host, Nate. I'll be your host, Kyle. I'm a little under the weather, so don't give me any crap about how choppy <laughs> my voice is, but that's how it goes. I was going to say, but... Right. Yeah, it's 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 pretty bad. But uh, <laughs> that's always the sign when you're getting better, I think. You know, when your voice uh, starts really getting crap. That's what they say. It's the cough and the... Yeah. It's towards the end. It's always felt like, well, I got maybe two more days, and then I should be right as rain, but... Nice. So, well, what would you like to talk about this fine evening? I don't know, man. You've been listening to anything new lately? What's on your radar? Uh, really, there's only one song that's kind of uh, tweaked my radar. A song called Strawberry Sunscreen. It's, uh, it's I don't know how to describe it. Go listen to it. It's called yeah, Strawberry Sunscreen Brackets Rework by Lost Boy Crow. That's a band, apparently, or a group, or an artist, or something. Uh, yeah, go give that a shot, dude. This sounds made up. Is this real? I kid you not. Uh, no, it was uh, apparently released August fifth of twenty twenty two, which I don't know how it got on my radar. I think it was on one of the playlists we're putting together. I think it was one of the recommendations at the bottom. So. Yeah, it might be on the discovery list uh, there in December. I guess we'll have to see. But it's a good tune. Huh? I messed with something on here. I'm trying to find uh, my favorites. If I can. Just when you need it. Let me see. Anything else you've been jamming to? Not really. I've been kind of going over the... Um, the album we're going to do for next week's show, a little uh, little greatest album ever created by humans on the planet Earth. So that's been a lot of my time lately. Um, I can't find my favorites, but I can talk about, um, there's a few records got, I got recently, um, the Donna's early singles. That was a record oh, really? store day one this year that I thought was only on uh, vinyl it was a two disc vinyl something I'm like eh, if i happen to go there but when i went to the record store the next week they didn't have any or didn't get them or didn't. but i did find it online on cd and so i went on amazon they had nice. it and i ordered it like eight o'clock at night and by one o'clock the next afternoon it was there nice on my doorstep yeah so thank you jeff bezos yeah that that's just that shouldn't be possible <laughs> so, that's clearly your craft. So I just I I got some tongs and I threw it in a can and burned it in the parking lot. I'm like, I'm not listening to this devil music. There's no possible way it would get here in less than twelve hours. Well, it wasn't the CD's fault. It was the witchcraft that, of Amazon. Yeah, it was a witchcraft. But even still, I don't want any part of it. No, I actually got, I like it. It's really good. They got a um, they do um, Speed Mac, my baby. It's an Ace Frehley nice. song from '78. It's really cool. Uh, Turnpike Troubadours, I pre-ordered. I think it's a cat in the rain. I can't really read my handwriting, but uh, I'm pretty sure that's it. And I've been getting into the five Chinese brothers. New York band. I think 
They recorded their last album, I think, in 97. I thought about something else, too. Beat Farmers, Vikings Lullaby. I think that's coming. The last time I ordered it, and the guy said, oh, this is actually a cassette. Do you still want it? I'm like, no. No, actually, I don't. <laughs> Couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> that's why it was, well, it was listed as a CD. Yeah, Amazon listed. I'm like, nah, I think you did that, dude, but that's cool. You let me know. So, But anyway, right. that's about it. So. Nice. Cool. Well, I think uh, we should talk a little Power Pop today. We've been teasing it. Power Pop? What is that? We've been... That's a good question. Nobody seems to know. But they all... But uh, they seem to be very opinionated about it. Our friends at Wikipedia know. What do they say? <laughs> Power Pop is a more aggressive form of pup rock that's based on catchy melodic hooks and energetic moods. Blah. I hate genre... Yeah, like these wines are my dog has climbed on my lap. Astro, what do you want? We're recording, dude. <laughs> All right, I'm kicking him out, so pause. <laughs> All right, the dog has been taken care of. Uh, yeah, so Power Pop essentially is a weird kind of umbrella of a lot of a segment of pop music. Particularly, um, as our Wikipedia friends say, <laughs> melodic hooks and energetic mood. So basically, they're just saying it's upbeat, it's catchy, it's got that rock and roll element to it. Uh, kind of based on the late 60s British Invasion era um, rock and roll that was very pop-centric. Uh, like your Beatles and your uh, Who and uh, yeah, the Beach Boys and whatnot. Beach Boys. I think that's true. I mean, to me, it's it's kind of a, a place in time, though. Too. I know there's um, there's pop bands and there's bands that are power poppy now as well, but it does seem to be kind of uh, late seventies, early eighties. Just these garage rock bands, you know, two guitars, bass, yeah. and drums, and the just really fat hooks and melodies and really good choruses, and you know, four four time signatures and uh, mm -hmm. nothing fancy, but um, just good rock and roll. Yeah, I think for me, it is uh, really hard to define uh, because it there are so many different things being called that it. Which is the problem with genre specific stuff in general, right? Is you know, does the band call them the, call themselves that? Is it a label thing? Is it uh, critics? Who's deciding what's what and why? Also, it's kind of a thing that I like. I'm Sorry, sure some somebody came up with it, but you were saying on here you had read somewhere Pete Townsend of the Who came up um, with the, came up with that. Yeah, apparently when they were promoting uh, Pictures of Lily, uh, he self-described their music as power pop, as what they play. Um, he name-dropped Small Faces, Beach Boys, uh, and he talks about how that's the kind of music that he prefers, is that kind of upbeat rock and roll music with lots of harmony and hooks and, and good stuff. So... Uh, that kind of started the um, the the use of that term being described to you know to describe these 
um, bands. Yeah, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I think if you label a thing, you invite people to mess with it, alter it, or co-opt it uh, for their own purposes. Like, you know, Pete Townsend may have been describing the thing that they do, but that doesn't... Once that's created, you have no more control over what it means or um, the value it is given by others. Right, right, right. Um, we got a bunch of other stuff here. Do you want to go through any of this else? Um, yeah, it's it's been, if you can describe what it is, it's also been a, a, a minefield for uh, bands who either embrace the the label or reject it because there are some music fans who like to crap on it uh, a la bubblegum pop disco swing revival whatever you know kind of um <laughs> genre that the it's usually the rock kids it seems like the rock kids were like no that crap sucks well yeah and that's that was a big 80s thing. If you're yeah. in hard rock, pop sucked. And if you're in hard rock, you know, you're a metal guy, then, you know, hard rock sucks. And if you're, you know, we're into really hardcore stuff and metal sucks. And so yeah. there was a lot of that uh, really territorial type of crap going on at that time. That was that was even big when I was in high school still. You had the country kids and the, the metal kids and the, yeah. you know, like, I don't know if it's just when I'm, I'm grown up now, but like, who cares? Like, I didn't care then, <laughs> you know, so I didn't, I was groupless. Um, but yeah, there, there've been some magazine critics and uh, musicians who've weighed in on it, but I don't know that we need to spend a lot of time talking about those. What we like on the podcast is to tell people to like what they like. You know, I like the pop side of metal that gave us hair metal or glam metal. Like, I like the pop side of punk. So the the labels don't bother me, and, the, and I could care less what other people have to say about it. No, the labels don't bother me either. I think Power Pop is a, a wide, encompassing um, title, though. But when people get a label and then they have to put subcategories on all these yeah. things. I was watching this video today. This older dude was talking about uh, psychedelic records. And that, again, is a period in the mid to late 60s is basically when these psych bands or psychedelic records came out. And he had the Beatles and Frank Zappa and some other stuff on there. But he yeah. was talking about, um, uh, I think it was Tim Buckley. So this is like a psych folk. I'm like, oh, geez. Yeah. So then you get into these, all these subcategories, psych country. And so I'm like, no, just leave it alone, dude. Just yeah, your psych records. And people know what psychedelic is for the most part, if you're into that. But I don't think you need to, to break it down into all these subcategories. Yeah. I mean, there, there are plenty of people who, and I think the bands contribute to it too, because they don't want to be labeled with the same labels that the people who came before them had and they don't want to be stuck with a loser label either um, I think so you know they're like well we're this or we're that like no it's just play the music that you like and yeah, people will find that's you. it I think a lot of these bands though these power pop bands I don't 
think they really thought, hey, we're playing power pop or we're playing this nah. or that. It's just now the metal guys, that's a different story. Sure. Yeah. We like play metal. We they were intentionally metal, leading into it. We'll dress the yeah. same. We'll drink the same. I'm like, I was watching Metallica or a, not a Metallica documentary so much, but it was a the Bay Area thrash metal scene in the 80s. And they okay. were all very, you had to dress a certain way. If you came into a show with a Motley Crue t-shirt, they're going to rip it right off you and they're going to kick your ass and all this stuff. It was very, you had to be, you had to conform. Yeah. You had to. Otherwise, you know, you didn't belong in their little club at all. There was no variance whatsoever. Yeah. And that's where some people kind of don't like the labels where if they get yeah. pigeonholed into something, well, we can't do anything else except make the same record over and over. Which is totally cool. Well, it's cool if you're the outfield and that's, that's all they did. And that was really yeah. cool. Most of their stuff I was good, but not all of it, but um, yeah, I don't think they thought about that and they were making another power pop record. We're just making another record. This is what, this is what we sound like, or this is what we feel like making. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's too many bands that had a lot of different sounds. Yeah. Well, I think for the purposes of this playlist, we've kind of decided that they're rock and roll bands that, like Kyle said, guitar, bass, drums, um, that are, yeah, kind of traditional in in terms of like, they're not making straight ahead angry rock music. They are, there's an element of fun. There's an element of, uh, melody there's no of the of the hooks um and kind of the soaring vocals and that kind of thing so the playlist is a little all over the place um kind of starts with where kyle was talking with the um kind of the beginners i've put on a lot of like later more modern stuff that feels right to me um so i think it's a good playlist i think it's um yeah certainly broad but also um yeah really really good in terms of like making you feel good and like you know, like you like you attended a, an arena rock tour and you know, psyched <laughs> I guess and I that's the right word. You put mayor of simpleton by xtc on again that's okay because we've did i yeah that's i'm on not sure they like did every playlist that we've ever had <laughs> but that's okay i used to do that too are you looking at the right playlist i think you're quite you high certain. yeah well, that's neither here nor there, but yes, that's certainly on here again. But it does fit, so like eh, it was a good song. So, and that would fit. It is a good song, sure. but XTC yeah, to me, band. it was kind of a time and place, uh, like seventy-eight to eighty-four. Stretch it out here and there, but there's definitely some newer stuff and maybe a little bit older stuff on there as well. But um, and the newer stuff definitely, obviously, doesn't sound like nineteen seventy-eight. Yeah. Um, some of it I really liked, and some of it was mm, a little mm-hmm. bit too um, need to breathey, kind of. Okay. Which isn't bad. Or Imagine Dragons, I think, is the one with the O, 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 and the O, 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 and the O, 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 O stuff. And like, right. eh. But some of it, I, I like the indie stuff better. Yeah. Um, but the bigger stuff, again, like Imagine Dragons and whatnot, formulaic corporate shoot me the yeah a stuff so is this new wave though i think there are a lot of similarities between new wave and particularly like the older stuff particularly like you know the cars and uh 
like Nick Lowe and um, some of those early uh, adopters of the new wave, like sensibility. I think the, the same labels can apply to both of them. Yeah. I think there's a lot of crossover, but I think with new wave had more synth and they had more um, certainly in the middle of the eighties and style and uh, fashion. Yeah. Um, The power pop were kind of, I think the way I put it was power pop was Rick and Dave and Paul and Steve and new wave was Nigel and Mick and Clive and Jules. Not that it's American versus Britain, because um, right. there's definitely crossovers on both, but it did seem to be uh, Power Pop was like the dudes down the street in the garage. Yeah. You know, they got a band going, and then uh, they started playing clubs. Well, like I said, anyway, I think, I think there might have been a divergence there, sure. where you know, by the time you get to OMD, New Wave is no longer as associated with like um, a Niccolo, for instance, just to pull a name out. But Nick Lowe is more of a dis- of a progenitor of maybe a, a Bengals or you know like um, right or even the Cars, even the contemporaries maybe. But um, Cars are the, probably the best crossover. They've got guitar songs and they've got a lot of synth on there too. And then yeah, two different singers. So think, yeah. They did do the skinny tie thing, which is cool. And they were sort of fashion ish, but they were also right. nerds. So yeah. Um, you know, they had like the good looking singer and then they had the ones that are not so good looking. And so <laughs> they were kind of the crossover for me. Yeah. Hard rock and a lot of synthy weirdo stuff too. Right. So they kind of fit into both, but yeah. So I think much like the new wave play this, I think a lot of it is open to, open to interpretation and also um, depends on who you talk to and which thing you like or believe or want to read this, this is our version. It's kind of an amalgamation of what, uh, what Kyle and I both kind of independently think. So. Well, I will say though, this is without a doubt, the best power pop playlist on Spotify. And <laughs> no kidding. I mean, it is really easy to just put this thing on and you can hit shuffle and play it or play it all the way through or however you want to do it. It's yeah. really, really good. Yeah, no slouches here. That's for no, sure. No, they're all um, to play here. So these are all really, really good. Yeah, I may drop all seventy-two of them. Why not? However many we end up put on there. Like yeah. I, we, we thought about like choosing twenty of them or whatever, but I think I'm just gonna yeah, just throw them all, them all in, mix them up, and throw them all in. I don't care if they're in you know any type of order or just mix it up. I would right. if I was you and I was playing this, I would hit shuffle and. And just, uh, I don't know, go to the beach, drive in your car, make dinner in yeah. your kitchen, whatever. This is good stuff. This is going to be my new Friday at work playlist, I think. Just gonna, there you uh, have it. Turn it on a rocket. You're cool, welcome, man. world. <laughs> we did that for you. Uh, any other uh, power pop thoughts you got? Um, I, I really liked it, and um, I kind of wish they were making more um music with bands now there's too many yeah solo artists that have some drony thing in the background but there's not enough bands anymore and the ones that are around yeah. i don't really like a lot yeah i've tried to pick a few um that that are newer that i that i enjoy um but yeah in the last few years it's not really been a band kind of thing it's a lot of a lot of electronics a lot of 
computers and well, drum machines. Some and, of the ones you had on the bad, bad things, I've got that CD and uh, New Politics. I have their uh, Vikings album and yeah. I like them. I don't end up pulling them out a whole lot. But um, yeah, there's like that. I wanted to, to represent some of the newer. Um, sure. What could be thrown in the category? So there you go. Yeah, this this definitely is a good list. So you guys go and play it, and uh, your life will be better. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, I hope you uh, feel the urge or the need to get some more uh, rock and roll powered pop in your life. And until next time, we will uh, we'll catch you then. All right. We'll see you. <laughs>